Previously, on Roll for Initiative. After a long night followed by a strange morning, our adventurers went their separate ways temporarily. Zimner went to see Gook about the fusion heart and about crafting magic items. Meanwhile, Zara found a note from her brother, Temet, before doing some monkey training. Aryan did some research as well, looking for magical institutions to train him before arriving at Gook's tower to look for magic item blueprints himself. Now, we find our adventurers getting back together again to start this week's episode of Roll for Initiative. So, last session, you all kind of did your own individual uh, downtime-related tasks. Um... I'm not going to remind each of you what you did individually because, you know, that would ruin the fun of you explaining it to each other when you meet up. Um, what I will say, though, is that since we uh, are currently minus a Zimner for a little bit, we'll probably just go ahead and do a scene. Let's see. How do we want to do this? Zara has a random flashback. Ah, good try. Uh yeah. No, Zara, you, um, <laughs> here's how this will go. So Zara, you and Nanku are walking back, um, from your day training. It's now after evening, sun has set. You're walking back to the mansion to meet up with everybody else once again. Um, and you're walking along, emerging from the jungle. You've got your hand outstretched downwards as Nanku's holding onto one of your fingers with his tiny little hand, and he's walking along beside you. Um, and you uh, you turn to your left, and you see the pathway that leads to the mansion, uh, leads from the mansion to town. Uh, and and on that pathway, you can see um, an emerging Aryan who appears to be drawing some kind of a symbol on his chest. Um, are you tattooing yourself? Oh, oh no, I'm just drawing, I guess. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. What have you been up to today, Zara? Oh, not much. Ran a few errands. This okay. and that. Yeah, it sounds like we've all kind of had a day like that. What have you been up to? Oh, I spent a little bit of time at Gux, and other than that, not a crazy amount. Went you wandering. Out ah, I figured out some stuff. Uh, kind of looked towards you know magic items and stuff, and but and a little bit of magic schools and whatnot. Uh, but you know, nothing insane, nothing life changing. You figured out stuff about my brother, kind of. Yeah, anything good or? Um, there's gonna be. Well, basically, what I gathered because he gave me a note is that somebody in Kirkwall is the next victim. To be a slave, you know. So. Okay. I was like, well, that's kind of in the direction I think we need to go. Last time I checked, one of the things, one of the directions. 
So at this point, the two of you have kind of met up and you've walked uh, between the gates and up the steps, up the uh, the the por- up and onto the porch, and you found that the double doors have been repaired uh, after a long, hard day of labor by y'all's servants. Um, and as you open the doors together and enter and you're continuing your conversation, you notice a the the flickering of candlelight coming from in the library again. Uh, the door is open. Zimner is in there, shirt off, uh, pouring over uh, papers, similar to how we have seen him doing stuff before. Zimner, you witness uh, Arian and Zara entering through the front doors. You have been spending the, the latter part of the, the evening um, and into the early nighttime doing a little bit of uh, digging around in your own library. Oh, hello. Hi. Hi. What's been going Hi. on? Well, I had kind of a rough day the other day, but I am trying to figure out uh, something to do. I was, I was going to tell you, I've been doing some thinking, and I pull out kind of like a, a map, a set of maps, and I sprawl it onto a coffee table in front of me. And you see, like, there's paper strewn all over him, and he's, like, crisscross with his tail kind of, like, up by his shoulder around, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he pulls out a map. I've been kind of doing some digging. These are where we found leads. And so he points to um, Edgeland. Um, hang on. i got to remember. Grimsby, we have, Hostel. We have leads in Grimsby, Hostel, and um, Edgeland. We have... Yes, those are those are where we have some leads. Sorry, Grimsby, yes, Edgeland is where the slavers are. Grimsby is where the cult of unrest are. If we feel like uh, fighting some some zombies, and that's all I have right now. We could always I could always try and scry on Tomet again. Um, also, I've been trying to go to Gook to um, get some magical items. And is there anything specific you guys want? Oh, nothing that I can think of. No, I'm good. Thank you, though. Nothing that I'm not already working. Right. Also, one more thing. And he pulls that map down and pulls up another one of Stratford. I don't think we should destroy the mine yet. Okay. Well, we have the... We don't have the worm's tooth anymore, right? Right. And if we can remember correctly, we went to a path and bypassed most of the horrors that was in the Manticore's head um, production module. And we went straight to the Worm's Tooth, right? I'm going to say right. You're all shocked at my genius. Sorry, so, uh, oh, oh, sorry. I had to throw my headset off because I forgot my note-taking fine. notebook. No problem. So, we follow the same path, fight any re- remaining Cruthix or creatures that have inhabited the mine since then, can get another worm's tooth, and when we go in, Steph and or ourselves, honestly, could cave it in behind us, so that we get another worm's tooth and are one step closer. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. As much as I'd love to hunt Varus down, I don't think we have time for it. Um, speaking of that, so Kukor is like. Five days away-ish, correct? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, the lumberjack is what they call him. Is the next victim for 
the slavers who got Tomet. I know that because um, Tomet left me a note on the community board near there. Like, uh, he's he's going to be taken, or he has already been taken? On the note, it says that he's the next victim, he thinks, because he's been overhearing. The thing is, is he said he was running errands or something, or out doing something for the slavers, so, and he snuck away to give me the note. Out running errands for the slavers? Yeah, I mean... So what, is he working for them? Sister, I haven't much time, but I hope this message finds you and you are doing well. I do not know where I am, but I managed to sneak away from my captors while they escorted me in town to get supplies to write you this message. I have overheard conversation amongst the slavers I have been traveling with about the next target, one they refer to as the Lumberjack. This person lives in or near the town of Kirkwall. I don't know how far the town is from my location, but I pray that you are able to spare this lumberjack the tortures of slavery. My captives, my captors, approach me now, so I must go. I love you, Zara. Stay strong. He. So. Okay. Um. J. J. Mr. The, the DM. That would be me. I am Mr. The DM. Yes. What day is it? Is it the same day I went to see Gook? Or is it? Yes, a, a, it is. It is the thirteenth. Still the same day. It's the well. It's the end of the day. So uh, the thirteenth was uh, a day full of everybody doing a lot of things in the afternoon because uh, that's mm-hmm. you know Zimner woke up from his fever dream and uh, did all of his things, and then Aryan also went into town to do some things, and then Zara went into town and to do some things, and then went into the jungle to do some more things. So it is now the end of that very long day, the thirteenth. All right. Okay, um, I think I have one more 5th level spell slot left, because I only scried once. I scried once or twice with, with Gook when I was there. Um, you scried twice. Twice, yes. Yeah. So, okay. So I can't because scry on him right now. For, yeah, you scried twice. Right, I can't scry on Tomet right now, but we can certainly try. Arian, uh, do you know how long until our cart gets back? No. Is anybody? No. Okay. Um, well, we sent for Thorg and Elvin to bring it back. Or Elvin, because Thorg is dead, to bring it back, right? Yeah. Okay. So, it should be arriving in... Um, help Zimner do calculations in his head, please. Yep, I'm... Uh... I'm looking to see if I can... I think I have it written down where Thorg and Elvin showed up into the whole story, but uh, for some reason I can't find it. Hmm. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, there it is. Uh, so it was the second of a Jaws when you guys were attacked by um, Thorg and Elvin's party of slavers and such. Um, mm-hmm. And then you guys rode to... Rodericks with him um, on the third, and then he departed taking the cart by land to come back to Strathford on the third while you guys left to go to Riverton. Um, mm-hmm. Ten and days after that. Yeah, your best uh, estimation of timing there would be the 17th is when you think he, he should be back in town barring any crazy hazards that he ran into that took uh, extra time. 
All right, give me one second and I will reply. I gotta get something real fast. Okay. Someone's kicking down his door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Give me a sec. I'll reply. Bang, 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 bang. OGB, open up. See, you and I were going for different uh, agencies for federal governments. You were thinking KGB. I was thinking FBI. Same difference. Just thinking FBI, too. I shouldn't say that the FBI and the KGB are the same thing, because then they will be busting down my door. Excuse me. (laughs) That's the fucking overlord. Please don't hurt us. Okay. Um, All right. So we, my best guess, looking at this map here, is that we have about until the 17th, so next polls day, we can gather up our gear. I'm still a little tired, so I can sleep that off, and then I can try work on my stuff with Gook. Do you guys need any help with anything? Um, I, nothing really. I just, if, whatever we decide to go next, because it seems like we have some stuff to the south of us, like Kirkwall and Costal. Hmm. If we could make a stop or two in Ansling, I have some stuff I want to take care of there. Okay. Uh, nothing crazy. I just... I researched into kind of like magical schools and because I was looking for some sort of professor to talk to to talk about you know my arm and my magic and whatnot because i don't understand it and i learned about a school that's a fucking long ways away um but there's possibly a school and someone to talk to in ansley so i might talk to them a little bit okay yeah other than that i don't think i have much to do there okay Oh. Do you need anything, any help with anything? Uh, the only thing is going to Kekwal, but other than that, not really. Um, I also found a quest for um, Farnan, the Shroom Sage. Uh, mm-hmm. For whenever we head up north to Grimsby, we can stop by uh, Nirban and drop off some sort of antidote to a sickness up there. Oh, I saw that too. That'd be great great um okay so do we want to take a couple days and get ready i still need to do some researching with cook if i can get something to get out if anybody wants to help me with that because i mean Arian, i don't know if you know anything more about magic than i do um i just need to go off of instinct yeah me too but um i mean i can't help yeah, so I need to spend some time at Cook's. Sure, with the slavers when they're leaving or planning on getting the lumberjacks, so we may not have a couple days if we're trying to catch them before. Okay, well, we stand. Unless we can have Cockabell or somebody teleport us there, how are we going to get to Kirkvall? We It'll take X number of days. How many days will do I estimate Five. it'll take to get to Kirkvall? Five. Five days by road. Five. You pass through Ansling on the way to Kirkfall as well. Okay. Would it uh, would it save us any time to cut through the forest? Definitely not. Well, I would okay. like to stop in Ansling. 
Yes. So, so that will be extra time. No, it'll just be like an hour, but not even. Okay. All right. Um, Zimner, does at this point I will remind you in case you have forgotten, Blackstaff is still going to be in Ansling uh, until okay. until the twentieth. So if you guys arrive fast enough to Ansling, you could also meet him there. All right. Okay. Um. Well, how long is it from Stratford to Ansling? About three days by road. Just about. So, I mean, we just leave the same day the cart gets there. Yes. But that would also put us... I had that same idea, but that would also put us leaving at the 17th. Yeah. Zara says we might not have that much time. Are we sure? Well, I don't know for sure, but I don't know know how how long long the note has been there either. At least we'll have some sort of lead. Well, hold on. The Blackstaff... Wait, hold on. Do, wait, did we bring up Blackstaff in Convo? No, that was oh, also, ran it up. Also, I have... Um, you all remember John Blackstaff, correct? My yeah. old mentor. He... I said something about meeting him in Ensling. Um, I was... I'm still sort of semi-suspicious of him. Well, Sorry, it's been a long day. I'm suspicious um, of him and his involvement and the coincidence with the circus, but... So, wait. He's, he's in Ansling. Wait. So, the circus is in Ansling. And well, no. He's... Flagstaff's in Ansling. Well, then where's the circus? The circus is taking a break right now. Would they not be with their ringmaster? No, he said he... he um, him and I think someone... Someone else was with him in Ansling. Well, if I guess if you were suspicious of these guys, then I don't know. I think we, uh, I don't know. I feel like the timing is going to be okay if we leave on mm-hmm. the 17th because right. they're there. They, they at least leave the same day we leave mm-hmm. from the he'll same be, place. Yes, he'll be, he'll be there until the 20th told me. So, Ansling is three days away. Um, and yes. we're getting our car back the 17th, so maybe we could make it? Oh, we should be able to. Should be able to make it, yes. Um, what do we want to do before then? Should we... Uh, what is today? I missed it. Today's the end of the 13th. Okay. So we have Zelzay, Amsday, and Cogday. And barring any complications, Elvin should return on Pulse Day of next week. Does having a cart... Uh, that'll make us slower, right? Like, not having the cart? Not having the cart. So, so, here's kind of what I've worked out with the cart so far. For rules, I haven't put together anything super formal yet. But uh, the cart's major benefit is it allows you to store more items than you would normally be able to carry and have those with you wherever you guys travel as a group. Um, On roads, it doesn't offer any advantages or disadvantages to travel, but if you are traveling through, like, dense jungle and you're bringing the cart, the result will be it takes a little bit longer than it would if you were just hoofing it by foot. Um, which is accounted for in the typical traveling time because I kind of put all that stuff together around the same time you guys had the cart so um 
this was something I was just about to point out. So it's good that you kind of brought this stuff up, Eli. Um, the village of Nirbon is just straight north of Stratford. And by cart, it would take two days to get there and to get back. But if you were to just travel there by foot, you could pretty feasibly get there in about a day and a half and then make it back in about a day and a half. So if, um, and this is just me offering ideas because of efficiency and you guys having lots of quest lines and all kinds of stuff and whatnot. Um, if Zimner is going to hang out at Gooks for a while and the other two of you are like, hmm, we have nothing else to do, one option would be to travel to the village of Nirbon. Because um, that would give you guys something to do during the time that Zimner is also busy researching with Gook. Or you guys could kick back and relax. That's also a totally fine option. You've, you've had a crazy couple of days and have been adventuring for literally a whole month and a half. So if you wanted to take three days to just lay around, no one would blame you. Hey, Arian? Yeah. I just thought of something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how much I can carry. I know that I can turn into a giant eagle. A giant eel? Eagle. Eagle. A big bird. So I don't know how much I can carry. I turn into a giant eel, too. <laughs> can turn into a giant eel, but, you know, that, that wouldn't be preferable in our present situation. So, if I can turn into a giant eagle, I could fly us there. I could fly some of us there, not all of us. How long would it take? I don't know how I much mean, faster it would be. I've never flown that much. I know giant eagles are fast. I mean, can't you only do the giant eagle thing for a certain amount of time? Yeah, but I can keep recasting it if we want. So I could go for... I mean, if we did all of it with no stops, I could go for five hours. One stop. What's the movement speed of a giant eagle? 60. So we would theoretically be moving double speed? Give yeah. me just a sec here, because I've got a thing that converts for travel time for a normal the normal movement of a party. Um, so if you'd be traveling... Yeah, at 60, you would definitely be traveling double time. What about, okay. a hun- what about 120? Oh, that's right, because you can technically oh, dash. Dashing. Um, at that you point, you're traveling. Round. Yeah, at that point, you're traveling at quadruple speed. So that takes it down to one day to get there. To where? Where is there? Oh, Nirbon. Nirbon? I could probably have us there in because it's a day and a half. Yeah, you day and a half by cot. And for. For Nirbon, you travel that fast for seven hours. So that would be yeah. a total of like what? Over 48, 48 hours? No, not forty-eight hours. It's a, day, hours. it's a day and a half walking. Yes, and that's at thirty feet. That's like with a thirty-foot speed. Yeah, but if we're moving, if we're moving quadruple that, so di- divided by four. So hang on, that's Which 24. Which is 36. 36 divided by 4 is 9. So we nine. get there in 9 hours. Okay, I don't have enough spell slots for that. Okay. So it would take us like 12 hours to get there. Right? Um, that's... Two of those, 
two of those quadruple hours. We got seven hours of flight time. All this deep math we're doing. This is great. I'm yeah, sorry, we got, I mean, we got seven hours of flight time. It would take us roughly... All this, all this crunch. This is just some straight-up, like, cinnamon crunch, Captain Crunch. Hearing a bunch of numbers. Like, I am not, I'm not following, so I'm just sitting here. <laughs> just, like, just, trust, just trust the super D&D nerds, Caitlin. Just trust us. <laughs> I'm just rolling with it. I'm trying to figure it out. Probably get there in, like, 18 hours. Tops. And what I'm lo- what I'm loving about this situation even more is what is currently occurring is Arian and Zimner have both like stand st- they've stood like bolt upright they're both pointing at each other like doing math walking around the room pacing. Meanwhile, Zara's like wide eyed, kind of backing up. She never had any math. Doesn't know what's going on. Nanku's sitting on her shoulder, also cocking ahead to the side, totally confused. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely have a positive modern intelligence. What a silly question to ask. <laughs> I'm jack of all trades. It covers, covers for it. Hey, Eli, if you had a positive modern intelligence, you wouldn't have to be doing any of this math. You just innately know it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> we got Ari like sitting over there rubbing his temples because he's thinking so hard. Him just hanging upside down saying, I need to think faster. <laughs> Fuck. Should have paid more attention. That, or we can just walk it and not have to worry about anything. I mean, aren't you doing stuff with Gook? Yeah. yeah. What are you doing with Gook? I'm trying... So, remember the fusion heart we got? Yeah. Big-ass thing? I'm trying to craft it into, like, four magic items. Oh, okay. Three or four. Is it okay and, if I if I get a big one and I get you guys something else? Yeah, something I I don't care. Okay, it would be really nice. Uh, the shivers. All right, I should Man. probably go to bed. I'm really fucked up right now. Oh uh, yeah, you I'm just. Up. I mean, tired. <laughs> what Zara? <laughs> oh nothing. What did you say? I was messing, it's alright. I didn't even hear what you fucking said. Oh, well maybe you should go to bed then. Alright, I'm not in the mood for this. Good. <laughs> okay. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Zonkies. Oh. I feel like a bunch of girls at a slumber party when they're all like, Good night, good night. Good night. <laughs> good night. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> one person that's trying to go to bed. Oh, then there's a boy sleepover, which is just you, just one person goes fart, and then everybody's awake and laughing. <laughs> chuckle, chuckle. Yeah, somebody says nipple, and everyone starts laughing. <laughs> okay, um, long rest. So, as I'm walking up the stairs, I say, "Oh, hey, if you have magic items you don't want, Shiny wants them." You told uh, me to tell you. Pardon? If you have magic items you don't want, or want to replace, Shiny will take them. Does my hand count? That's a great question. Alright then, just have Shiny chop it off with our beak. I'm going to bed.
Cool. So, what is going to be the what's the, what's the plan for y'all now? So we can either fast track stuff or make some rolls or cut to some scenes in the future. Because I don't know that anything was really decided for sure there. I think I know that like you guys are planning on going to Ansling once you get the cart, but. In the interim period, what is it that's happening? Um, I think Aryan is at least going to go to Nirvan. That's going to happen. Going to Gooks. Whether anybody wants to come with, um, I don't think he really cares. Zara, what are you doing? Zara. I know, I know, I'm thinking. In... <laughs> oh, do we talk about this during? Oh shoot! Can I teach Nanku how to <laughs> use a dagger? Did we talk about that during my long rest? Like when nobody was there, JJ? I don't remember. Um, the two things that you were able to get some training done on were yeah, I know uh, what they were, but arrow, like, arrow retrieval. Okay, okay, okay. I'll shush. Goodness. Anyway. <laughs> Can I teach him how to use a dagger? That's my question. I think you're still working out the kinks with the other two things. I thought I thought we were going good though. <laughs> Caitlin. <laughs> this okay. monkey is like three months old. Hey, monkeys are smart. Yeah, they monkeys are. are smart. But they also require more training than a day. Than a day. <laughs> Fine. More training than a few hours of a day. Zara, what kind of conditioning are you practicing with Nanko? <laughs> oh, we don't run. It's okay. Oh, God. <laughs> I want to bet. The psychology major is crying. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of conditioning could you imagine if like at like a professional like study thing you're like you're like at a like, at a board and you're asking these people about their research and then and you're like so what kind of conditioning are you doing uh no we don't run um <laughs> what? oh my word welcome to sporting you go to the next day because this is a hot fucking mess Caitlin, we're gonna start with you. We'll do um, we'll do three individual uh, scenes again um, with with a little bit of rolling. Um, that's that's kind of the what I think is probably gonna be the best way to resolve all of this stuff. Um, so we'll start with you, Zara, uh, because you know of. All four of us, you're the one with a deadline tonight. So uh we'll we'll take care of your stuff and then uh we'll catch you on the uh, in the, the next um episode. So following morning, Zara, uh you awaken to uh a Nanku sitting on your bed. Well actually on no, you're not on your bed. You're on the roof. He, you, you awaken to a Nanku sitting like on your stomach because you've been laying on the roof. Um, and he's sitting on your stomach and 
next to your head is a small pile of sticks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dang it. Okay. Alright. Zara's gonna <laughs> look at him, look at the sticks, and just laugh. Um, he is going to do the, the typical monkey ooh-ooh-ah-ah that sounds the most like happiness. Whatever that is. Some kind of semi-primate chuckle. Okay, and then, um, <laughs> Zara is just gonna <laughs> grab Nanku and then slide down the wall of the house to the ground. And, like, you, like, you, like, rip your claws into the wall as you slide down, just, like, ripping siding off? No, 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 she's just kinda, yeah, kinda a little bit, but not, like... <laughs> She doesn't want to hurt the house, but, like, you know how when she goes down trees... Oh, okay, I guess she is a circle as there. Um, uh-huh. She just inserts them every now and then to break or fall. Okay, so there's just a few claw marks and <laughs> slash marks on, the ha- on, like, just one side, like, the back side of the house, or some side of the house that's hardly ever seen. Yeah, but, like, the places that she knows if she'll, like, if she uses her claws, it'll fall or whatever, or break off. She doesn't use her claws there. But, like, if there's bricks or something that are not gonna, you know? Right, yeah. Okay, cool. Anyway. Um, so, basically, free run of what we did during downtime, I guess, is she's gonna set Nanku down, pull out an arrow... And toss it. And then look at him, point at the arrow, and say, Retrieve. Nanku is going to look at you, cock his head to the side, and now I need you to make um, an animal handling check, Caitlin. Oh, natural 20. Nanku is going to, after cocking his head to the side like he's thinking, he's going to scamper forward and pick up the arrow. Um, then, so is he just standing there with it? Yeah, he's just standing um, 10, 15 feet away from you holding the arrow. Nanku, come here. He is going to, while holding the arrow, begin to toddle toward you on just his hind legs and then squat down when he sits next to you and extend the arrow toward you. Good boy! And then she'll give him a piece of a banana and take the arrow. He grabs the, he loves the exchange, takes the banana from you, hands the arrow to you, and like totally forgets that the arrow even exists for a moment as he begins to bounce up and down excitedly about the existence of this banana in his hands, and he just gobbles the thing up. Alright, um, let's see. I mean, yeah, I feel like we're just going to be doing the same thing over and over again, so this is probably going to get a little boring. So... Here's probably what we're going to do for this particular part of the Nanku training. Um, 
I'm going to have you, because we're going to essentially be fast-tracking time uh, until the 17th at this point, because you're going to be spending uh, the rest of the the time, 14th, 15th, and 16th, uh, hanging out here, doing some relaxing for most of the day, but also training Nanku. Um, I'm going to have uh, you, Zara, make some checks, um, and then... I will explain to you how the mechanics of all these sorts of things are going to operate based off of those checks. So give me a second while I grab the things that I need to determine what checks you're making. Okay, so uh, here's the the checks that I'm going to have you make, Zara. Um, You're going to make three different checks. One of them is going to be an animal handling check again. One of them is going to be a persuasion check because you're attempting to persuade a monkey to do things that monkeys don't normally do. And then the third one, um, I'm just going to call it a relationship check, uh, because it is going to be, you're just going to straight up and down roll a d20, and then I will add a modifier to that that is your relational level to Nanku. Animal handling is, uh, yeah, that's a six. For the animal handling? Wait, wait, that's an eight. Okay. Okay, what was the second one? Uh, Second one is persuasion. Oh, yeah, we got this one. Oh, never mind, maybe not. Thirteen. I thought I had modifiers, but apparently I don't. Okay. In relationship. Oh, natural nineteen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thank you, and I are. You so, already know. Yeah. Well, uh, that natural nineteen was the die roll, and then the modifier that's going on top of that because of your relational level to Nanku is a plus ten. So, um, that's actually a twenty-nine. So here is. Yeah, we can read each other's minds at this point. Yeah. So here is mechanically how uh, your your downtime, how it's going to pay off for for you, Zara. Um, any time in the future when you want Nanku to perform one of those two tasks that you have been training him in, um you can use a bonus action on your turn in combat. Uh, Outside of combat, we don't worry about bonus actions that much, so you just tell him to do it and he does it. Um, Well, he does it with the check and vault. Um, Because this is a little wild monkey, uh, what's going to happen is you'll use a bonus action to give him one of these commands. And what he will do is or what will happen is you will make an animal handling check after giving issuing the command to him and if you beat a 10 on the animal handling check he will do whatever the thing is that you told him to do whichever one of those tasks it is that you have trained him in um in the future you might be able to train him in you know further tasks and for the most part those will follow the same rules. We'll we'll do similar things as far as training goes with rolling checks and whatnot. Um, but for these two, uh, 
bonus actions specifically. Uh, let's call them retrieve. And what do you want the other uh, command word to be for him? I said it and then I realized I was muted. Heal. Heal? Yeah. Okay. So um, in your notes or in your abilities or something on your character sheet, write down retrieve and heal and then put down that they are bonus actions and that you have to beat an animal handling check of 10 and then Nanku will do that thing. Go grab my pencil because I lost my other one. Yeah. Okay. I think that's it, right? Uh, yes. So, um, just for some more clarification purposes on that, uh, Nanku will do the thing, um, but it may he may not be able to like immediately do it that turn because he's obviously still got like a movement speed. So you're essentially giving him an order, and then until he completes the task, he will spend his entire turn on every round of combat until he has completed the task, completing that task. So if you you know, fire an arrow into a tree that's 120 feet away and you tell him to go retrieve it. He will dismount from you and then spend three to four turns hustling over to that tree to pick up that arrow and bring it back to you. Okay. Just because of, you know, his movement speed and him taking the dash action and all kinds of stuff like that. Hey there, everybody. It's me again, your Dungeon Master, J.J. Odin, here with another ad break for you in this lovely episode 27. Now, let's kick things off like we always do by hearing messages from our sponsors. You can also follow us on social media at roll4.initiative on Instagram. That's roll4.initiative on Instagram. And at roll4tweets on Twitter. That's roll4tweets on Twitter. If you tweet about us using the hashtag roll for tweets, you might get a character on the show, much like uh, Ali, who you met a few weeks ago, or Jaeger from almost a full year ago now. Uh, we are about to start another new character arc, which obviously means more slots for NPCs to be named after listeners, so do not hesitate to go ahead and tweet out that hashtag roll for tweets. We check it pretty regularly, and we love to use listener names instead of just, you know, randomly generated names or whatever comes out of my head. Uh, I would like to apologize to all of you f on behalf of the group for not posting uh, at the correct time last week and for posting things a week late. Stuff kind of got a little bit wonky in our lives. Um, in case you all didn't know, I'm planning a wedding and also in school and a couple others are also doing some craziness with life and dealing with work and sports and all kinds of stuff, which leads to some conflicting schedules when it comes to, you know, recording and posting episodes. So, uh... We are grateful that you're listening to this one. Hopefully that role for insight that we posted a couple weeks back was able to uh, kind of tide you over until this week. Um, and as far as uh, planning goes for us, we're planning on posting starting uh, every two weeks, starting again this week. So uh, that means you'll be able to expect an episode two weeks from now. Uh, we would also like as a group to thank you all for listening to the show. It means a lot to us. 
Uh, if you like what you're listening to, there's a couple of things you can do to help us out. First, you can uh, rate us five stars and subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening to us on. That's generally free to do, and it just kind of helps to get the numbers up so that other people can find the show. And the other thing that you can do is actually help people find the show by telling others about us. Uh, anything that you do to help us is very, very appreciated because it helps the show grow, and we like to see that. Uh, that is all that I currently have, so uh, you can expect the next episode to be up in two weeks on July 2nd, and until then, have fun listening to the show. Let's let's cut over to Arian real quick. So Arian, it is the next morning. It's the morning of the fourteenth of Ajaz, uh, which is a lovely Zell's day, our equivalent of a Saturday. Sky is partly cloudy, with uh, a slight breeze out of the west. Um, my understanding was for the next couple of days, you are going to be pursuing that side quest. Yep. Okay. So the first thing that you're going to need to do for that, uh, if I remember correctly from the side quest that I had kind of given you information about, was run over to go Farnan Shroom Sage in yep. town to pick up that vial. Yep. Okay. So let's just uh, let's do a jump cut to Aryan gets up out of bed, stretches, and then bam, he's just. In town, standing in front of Farnan's hut. I knock loudly. Then I yell in traditional Aryan fashion. Farnan! Uh, Aryan, you hear from inside the the clinking together of bottles uh, in kind of like a startled or rus- uh, rushed manner. Um, and then... Uh, a few seconds later, you hear uh, a click as like a lock is undone on the backside, and the door opens, and standing before you is uh, a Fearbolg who stands a hair shorter than you, kind of slouched forward a little bit, has bright pink hair on top of his head, and a bright blue nose. And this nose huge looks like he could fit an entire potion bottle in it pretty easily and he looks up at you and he goes what's up dude hey varnan um i saw your uh post about taking a potion or antidote or medicine of some kind over to uh nirvan and i was coming to pick up the potion oh Right, man. Yeah, come on in. Come on in. He turns around and starts walking back into the hut a little. Uh, I think I'll be good out here. Okay. I'll get you the thing. I'll be right back. And he just turns around and walks right back into the hut. Um, Arian, you can smell some really earthy aromas. Uh-huh. If you're if you're picking up my drift coming oh, out of it. yeah yeah coming out of this uh, this hut, um, stinky <laughs> just 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 a little bit. 
and Farnan, uh, as you're kind of like peering through, trying to find to to see what's what he's kind of up to, um, Farnan has walked clear to the back side of the hut where there's kind of a table got it looks like an alchemical workbench essentially, um, and on that table, uh, you can see. Uh, several different sort of experiments or potions all being crafted at the same time. And uh, and one of them in particular is a very like dark, black, viscous liquid that uh, is moving th- very slowly through uh, a pretty long glass tube. And uh, it, as you're watching, it begins to kind of drip down into a bottle that's, uh, that's seated there uh, underneath this spout of sorts. Um, and Farnan kind of looks at it, and then he turns around, and looks over at you, and he goes, "It could, it could be a minute, brother. You sure you don't want to come in and have a seat?" I'm gonna be fine out here, and I'll I'll walk away from like just a couple of feet from the hut, and it's at like the edge of the town, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Arian is just gonna dissociate and like just stare off into the woods. <laughs> Make a perception check, Aryan. Um, oh wow. Perception 18. Um, Aryan peering into the woods, uh you can see a small herd, that's what they're called, of deer just kind of grazing, often a nice little uh kind of opening, a, a meadow in that in a in the copse of trees that's out there. Um and uh, as you're kind of watching, they're just idly eating the grass not really caring the world occasionally one will kind of poke the head up and look around make sure there's nothing dangerous happening it'll go back to eating there's four or five of them out there it's kind of a little a peaceful peaceful thing aside from you know the constant clinking of glasses and uh fall out man's coming from uh back behind you in the hut um and after a few minutes of uh of of standing here watching the deer, um, one of the deer kind of perks up, perks its ears up, and then kind of lets out a, a bleat of fear, and all of them just kind of disperse into the into the underbrush and into the trees. And uh, as you are pondering what could have scared them off, um, you feel Farnan's big furry hand on your uh, shoulder, and he goes. Here you go, man. Here's the potion. Thanks. Now, when I get back, do I get the 600 gold from you or somewhere else? Uh, you should be able to get that from, uh... Oh, shoot. What's his name? Uh... Oh, it's Reggie. Reggie's his name. He's the guy who you're delivering this to. Reggie, uh, Reggie Silverfrond. Okay, and Reggie's gonna pay? Yeah, yeah, Reggie, Reggie will pay ya, yeah. Okay. Cool beans. I'll probably stop by whenever I get back to let you know that I made it. Awesome. Uh, if you ever need, like, a, a potion or something, brother, just... Stop on by. I got a lot. Uh, what do you got, real quick? Now that I'm thinking about it, 
Oh, kinds of stuff. How high are you wanting to get? Huh? Well, gotcha. I don't have any drugs here. Okay, I'm, I didn't ask about drugs. So. Unless. No. Do you have any uh, strength potions or like, uh, I don't know, magic potions? I don't really know what you have, so. So, uh, so I've got a lot of stuff. Uh, and some of the stuff that I don't got, I can make. It just takes some time, you know? Okay. Uh, what are you looking for again? Potions to improve strength or a little bit or spell casting. Charisma focused ones, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I figured that was kind of what, what Aryan would be after. Okay, let me... Actually, both the casters are charisma-based. That's true. Yeah, um... Let me... Let me let me check my stock real quick. And he turns around and walks back into his hut a little bit. Um... And... You can hear him kind of rummaging around on one of his shelves, and he yells back out from... Uh, from within the hut. Yeah, uh... Yeah, I got, I got, what is this? Uh, this, this is a potion of, of, uh, of stone giant strength. That's what I got written on the label here. And then, uh, then over here, this is, a a, a potion of, uh, of the lesser, lesser, Ma- lesser magus. That's that's how you say it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll just grab both of those. How much are those? Oh, uh, let's see here. Let's see this uh, stone giant and a magus, but it's the little one. So that would be like uh Give me uh two thousand two thousand a piece. I call that even. Are those question what rarity of potions are those? Rare. It's uh both of them increase the the skill of or the yeah, 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 yeah. I, up to twenty three. Twenty three, okay. Yeah. Um and the way that the the spellcasters brew of the lesser magus, um is the the one that he's talking about there? The way that operates is corresponding. Uh, it's just it's it's a blanket. Whatever your spell casting ability is, it operates for you. So even if you were an int, an int based person or whatever, it'll just increase your the chosen mental stat to the the number desired. Okay. Um, remind me, weave juice. What's bigger, a bottle or a flask? Um, got to open that document real quick. I'm pretty sure it is a flask. It is a flask. Okay. A flask is bigger. By a lot? By a whole right. uh, level of spell slot. Okay. So I'm going to be like, all right. Um, have you ever seen this before? And I'll pull out my bottle of weave juice. Uh, Nope. How about this? This is a very special concoction we extracted out of the 
very deep dark dungeon and i will trade it to you and i will how about we cut the price in half but i give you this and let you experiment on this oh for the two for the two potions oh um arian make a persuasion check with advantage. With, with advantage. With advantage. I, I don't need it if you <laughs> let me roll. Okay, yeah. Um persuasion. That's a 26. Arnian kind of like looks at the, the bottle you're holding and then looks at the two bottles that he's holding. And his big old blue nose kind of sniffles a little bit. And he goes, Deal. Oh, cool. <laughs> and he extends the his hands with the two potions to you and yeah, then I takes guess. the potion from you and you do the whole exchange and whatnot. And yeah. Ta-da, you now have a thing. The things. And he has hey, a thing. How much was the uh, half? 2,000. 2,000? Yeah, because he was asking 2,000 apiece. 2,000 apiece? Oh, thank God I did that like that. Yeah. Okay. And that was him lowballing it because he's high. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool beans. I will be on my way. All right. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> Throws up the peace symbol. Okay. Um, we're going to jump over to, to Zimner now. Zimner. So Zimner, uh, it's the morning of the 14th. You've risen. Uh, you feel significantly more rested than uh, than you were yesterday morning. Um, I can't... How many... How, you had two levels of exhaustion, right? And then I slept one off, and then... Yeah, so now... Uh, I'm good. Yeah, now you've slept, you've slept it all off. So you're back to full Zimner capacity, finally. Um, oh, yes. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but your plan was to go do some research with Gook and talk to Gook for a couple of days, right? Yes, sir. All right. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's just jump from same sort of jump cut for as from Arya and Zimner kind of gets up, does his morning stretches, bounces around. Shiny sits, is sitting over in her nest watching him and then. Flip. Zimner's just yeah. Zimner is now standing in front of Gook's tower. Oh, that you hear the the window creak at the top of the the tower, and you see the the paint turtle head of Gook peer out very slowly, ever so slowly, of this open window, looking down at you. Oh. And I make my head look like his. <laughs> Could you open the door, please? <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> and then he backs his head into the window and then closes the window and then the door opens. Wonderful. And I drop drop my disguise. I head up to Gook. 
Yep. Um, Zimner, you march up those stairs, and uh, to your right, you can see, uh, when you get to the top of the stairs, to your right, you can see uh, the uh, arcane, arcane testing experimental area that you witnessed before uh, where Gook had the, the fusion heart. And it looks like he's still got it hooked up to a couple of uh, new devices. Um, and he's over there working on some things, looking at stuff. And then uh, to your left, uh, as you walk up, you can see uh, the library uh, with its uh, podium that has uh, a book on it, as well as a few other books scattered about on some of the tables. Um, and uh, Gook looks at you as you come up and he goes, are you here about the research? <laughs> uh, yes, I was wondering if I could help with it at all and get started on some things. Go right, right, uh, right ahead. <laughs> mm -hmm. So where do we start? Well. So here's, uh, I'm going to, I will, because it's been a full month since we recorded all of this bit for you, Zimner. Um, After, like research blueprints, right? Yes, your current like in order for you to be able to craft magic items at this point, you've got to find some blueprints uh, because the you have already retrieved a an arcane uh, body part of a critter that would be difficult for someone to acquire. So now you just have to find a blueprint that it could be used in, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I I want to find like two different blueprints if I could, right? Yes, yeah, because uh, however many magic items you're wanting out of, out of this fusion heart, um, that's how many items or how many blueprints you're going to need to find. I'd like four. So, well, like, I mean, if, if they're... Yeah, if three of them are the same thing, then you just need two blueprints. Okay. Yeah. So, Gook, I was wondering... I could find a blueprint for that sword I talked to you about, if I could like cross-reference something with this sword, and I hold up my flame tongue scimitar. I have blueprints <laughs> for this one. Hmm. I might be able to. I don't know how this fucking works. I might be able to like mix and mash stuff together. You guys, do you do that? I make mashed potatoes. I love mashed potatoes, friend. Yeah, they're good, especially when you get the little like cheesy, uh, like they're low. They got the the bacon bits and the cheese, oh, and my. my Google is activating. Yes. This is from Google. <laughs> Gook, I didn't know you could do impressions as well. <laughs> what was that? Was that like a magic voice? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> to have those announcers in the circus all the time. Yeah, yeah. My dang phone, it, it's listening all the time. Uh-huh. Big brother. Mm-hmm. Right, so what do I do, Gook? Point me in the right direction. Oops. And he just points at the book area. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> um, do you have any intelligence-enhancing items or potions? Really hmm. You watch as he kind of rubs his his fingers across his face as he's thinking he squints at you a little bit and he raises one finger like he's got an idea and he turns and scuttles behind his, one of his experimental desks and he pulls out 
a fairly long conical hat that has the word dunce written across the the front of it. Ah, that's... And he, and he goes, this! Okay, can I ask what that does? Makes you smarter. <laughs> Do I have to attune to it? Nope. Alright, fuck it. I mean, give me the hat. <laughs> <laughs> it fit over my horns. <laughs> So, Zimner, you, you take this hat from him and you start to place it on your head and it's a little bit uneven. Kind of get it wedged in between a couple of the horns a little bit. So, like, it, it sits right. It's, like, resting on one horn and, like, wedged around another one. So, it's not even, like, fully on your head correct. It's just cocked off to the side funky. Um, mm-hmm. Mechanically, the way that this is going to operate is for as long as you are wearing this hat while within Gook's tower, uh, you get plus two to your intelligence score. So it'd be plus one on top of whatever your other modifiers are. That is wonderful. Thank you. I feel smarter already. I can use bigger words, I feel like. I mean, none of them are coming to me, but before <laughs> I can think of something. Right, let's go. I feel like reading a book now. Let's go. <laughs> before it wears off. Okay. I start down. I grab a couple books. Make myself comfortable. Go, can I take my shirt off? Like my vest? I, I do my best thinking with my shoulders exposed. That's a little weird, but sure. Yeah, uh-huh. Thanks. I, I can, well, here. Yeah, how about this? I take my vest off, and then I disguise myself to look like I have my vest on. Is that better? Sure. Thank you. I'm sure you can probably see through it, but... All right. Let's do it. Zimner in a dunce hat. Wow. Criss- crisscross on the floor reading. Wonderful. Oh, yeah. This would be a treat for anyone else in the party to walk in and witness right now. Um, so, this is what I'm going to have you do, Zimner. Um, I'm going to have you make three checks. Um. Okay. Because essentially what we're going to do is we're going to kind of like fast track time because uh, this is going to be pretty much what you're doing for the next three or so days um, is Mm -hmm. since since you're not entirely sure where to begin looking and what exactly you're looking for and what all is going to be required. uh, It will take you the the rest of this bit of downtime before you guys leave uh, with the Mm -hmm. cart for Ansling to dig through all of this massive library at Gooks and try to find what uh, a couple of blueprints that you're looking for. So um, I'm going to have, since you are searching for two different types of magic items, um, I am going to have you make uh, three checks twice. It'll be the same three checks twice. It'll be for each magic item. You're going to be making each of the three checks. Okay. Um, So, for the first one, it was uh, you were wanting to essentially create a sword similar to a flame tongue, but uh, you're but what was that? Like a Myrmidon sword, so like fire, ice, lightning, and right, yeah, a, a, a multi a multi elemental sword that you could like change what element it is ignited with, essentially. Yep. Correct. Okay. Um. So 
go ahead and make um an arcana check an investigation check and an insight check for that one um before this goes further can i help him on the last day of his searching um let's see based off of timing of arian's travel i would say yes probably well i can just blue poem yes yeah that's that's kind of what i was mathing out was like you being able to get there in a couple of days by travel and then teleport home and then help him out on the last day yeah so um zimner which I, I suppose I should give you the option. Do you want to the Do you want to be researching the sword initially, or okay? Oh, wait, so wait, wait. which one do I want Arian's help on? Essentially, you're picking which one you're going to research first. First, I'm going to look for the uh, fire shield things because I think that'd be a little simpler. Yeah. So uh, describe to uh, to me again, because partly because I uh, definitely, I actually, I definitely didn't forget what it was. Describe so that the audience knows what it is that you're looking. For. So I'm looking for some type of, sorry, I'm looking for some type of pendant or uh, brooch or something that they can, that Zara, Balasar, and uh, Arian could app or use maybe like once per day to cast, like, Fire Shield or some sort of elemental abjuration. Maybe not an investiture, because that's a really high-level magic spell, but, I mean, it's a big magic item, so I don't know. We'll see what we find, you know? Either Fire fire Shield or, like, an investiture of something. Okay. So, uh, if that's what you're searching for first, go ahead and make... That Arcana investigation and insight check, and you'll just make all of those normal as normal checks. Okay, Arcana with a plus one, right? A uh, plus one to whatever your normal stuff is. So, yeah, Arcana. If that's plus one, then that's plus one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a plus one to my original stuff. So, fourteen in Arcana, and then what was the next one? Uh, investigation. Fourteen in investigation. Oh, shit. An insight? Right? Uh, yes. I'm going to use my last luck point to make it a six. Okay. 14, 14, 6 for that one. Okay, 14, 14, 6. I'm doing math in my head real quick. 34 for a total. Yeah, 34. That's what I needed to get to is the 34. Well, um, Thank you. So, Zimner, after kind of your first day to day and a half or so of researching, uh, kind of pouring through the, you know, hitting the books pretty hard, Mm -hmm. um, you spend some time looking in uh, books on the School of Abjuration, uh, thanks to your uh, Arcana check, because, you know, you you rolled pretty well there. um, And you figured that this is probably something that's maybe uh, Abjuration evocation for school, but you're thinking it's probably going to be. Uh, abjuration over evocation um and through some investigative work you are able to uh, essentially pick out the name like you find a a reference to uh, a magic item that by the sound of it fits the bill uh and this magic item 
that you're going to be needing to find a blueprint for is a magic item called the Pendant of Elemental Protection. Uh, I'm writing something down real quick. Okay. Because I thought of something. I need to not forget it while I'm in the middle of roleplay. So you find this this reference to it, but you did sense correctly. You don't find an actual blueprint for it. Question. Since I've already rolled, if you say no, I will not ask again. But I, once I know the name, ask Gook if he would know any specific books to point me in the right direction and possibly get advantage on the roll by using his help. So I won't give you advantage on the roll. What I will give you, though, by you having a discussion with Gook, is a potential location to where you could find this blueprint. Right. And we don't need to worry about role-playing this bit out because, you know, we're just fast-tracking a lot of this stuff anyway, so we can fast-track the conversation. Essentially, Gook tells you that what you're going to need to do to find this blueprint is go to a library that is larger than his. Um, and he mentions that the nearest library that would fit that bill, that would ha- probably have some blueprints on magic items in addition to his own, is in Ansling. Oh. Mm, mama. Yes. So that's another little tick mark for you to to remember uh to go ahead and put down in your in your notes. Okay. Okay. So now we're gonna begin rolling for the the sword. Um what I am going to it's going to be the same three checks. So Arcana, Investigation, and in- I'm going to let you pick which one you roll first, because that will be the only one of the two without advantage. Because Aryan will be back for that last day, and you'll get two rolls with advantage. Okay. Let's go with um, Insight. You said Insight? Yeah. Insight will be, okay. Got that? I did not hear anything. 10. A 10 on the insight check? Yep. Okay. Um, so that insight check uh, occurs on let's see, it'd be the evening of the 15th is kind of when you're essentially making that check. And then the 16th is when Aryan has returned from his ventures. Um, so you will have advantage on your remaining two checks here for the Arcana and the Investigation. Right. Okay, so that, uh, the Arcana, it was a, um, fifth, nope, 16. Okay. And then the investigation, natural 20. Okay. Do you need the total or just the natural 20? Uh, give me, go ahead and give me the total. Total is 23. Okay. Okay. I figured it was going to be higher than the uh, than the the natural twenty was, I, and if it happened to be lower, because somehow you still managed to have negative. Yeah, if it ended up being negative uh, for some reason, I was going to just treat it as if it were a twenty. That's how I was going to operate that, since it was a nat twenty. Mm-hmm. So, with be... sorry, 
Yeah, uh, in total, that's uh, 49. 49, yeah, a 49. Okay, yeah, it was a 49. And 16 and 23. Yeah. Um, so Zimner, uh, with Arian's help uh, on that last day, you are digging through some books, and you find... You find the name of the item that you're looking for once again, um, and this time the uh, uh, the the name of this item is the Elemental's Blade. And fortunately for you, Arian has been doing research in this library longer than you have. Um, he has even found blueprints in this library before, so he has had the time to kind of like piece out some of the nonsensical writing that are in some of these books that, you know, stuff that Gook has written in the margins. Arian just understands it better. Um, and as a result, he is able to see a little footnote off to the side that mentions another one of the books that's in this library. And it also happens to be one of the books that Arian had been looking through a few days prior. So he knows right where it is, like goes and grabs it immediately brings it back and you guys flip to the right page and there it is there is a blueprint right there for the elemental's blade oh my word what sort of blade is it so the the way that this blueprint can operate since it is a sword is it's essentially you create the sword out of the magical substance itself that you create the blade out of it. Um, but you get to decide how you are crafting that blade. So it's not like it is set in stone. It has to be a long sword or something like that. It's, okay, okay. it's the kind of thing where like, if you've got the magical item that you need to create the thing, you could hammer out what, whichever sword type you prefer. What do I do now? Can I, can I so, so you have here's your 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 punch list or your uh, your list of things that you yeah your your check boxes uh, so to speak that you you need. Um, you have successfully found a blueprint for a magic item. Okay. You have also successfully acquired a an a piece of an ele an elemental creature that would be needed. Yes, you found the the difficult ingredient. Um so what is going to happen now is since you're not using the entirety of fusion the heart. of the fusion heart on this, there will be a little bit of like a pseudo surgical procedure that you'll have to help Gook with. Um, to kind of break this thing into its pieces. Yes. So what that's going to require is that's going to require uh, a roll from you. Zimner, you are going to need to make uh, your choice of a medicine or survival check here. Good. I will give you, since Aryan is going to kind of be you know, silent support from the side. Um, I'll give you a plus three on the roll. 
Okay. Question. And part of part of that also comes from from Gook's like he's this whole time that you've been looking at this stuff, he's been researching the fusion heart and like figuring out like, okay, if we're going to be parsing this out into multiple items, here is where we need to like make the cuts so that we can break it apart. Okay, I feel like Zimna would would do it as more of a medicine check because he doesn't have a lot of like survival experience. That's totally fine. Try to be as medically surgical as possible. Yep. Okay. I can't inspire myself, can I? <laughs> I don't think I can. Uh, no, you cannot inspire yourself. All right. I inspire Gook on giving his directions to me. Uh, no. Damn. Nice, right. nice try to reach for it. Hey, you know, it's whatever I can. I'm using what I got. Okay. So, medicine check. Three to the roll, right? Correct. Okay. Motherfucker! Nine. Total. Okay. So. Zimner, you... You cut this gem. Essentially, you're going to be cutting it into... It's two pieces initially is your goal. Uh, one piece is about two thirds or so of the original gem, and then another piece is a third. And that one third piece is the piece that you will be using to craft your blade. Um, the The rest of it is going to be at a later date when you find the blueprint for those pendants. That's when you'll break up that last piece. But for now, you're just trying to get what you need for the blade. Um, so you make your cut with all of the surgical precision that you can muster. You're wearing the dunce cap and everything. And you look at it and you go, you know, that's really, that's really not too bad. It's, you can see that it wasn't like a perfectly clean cut. Like there's definitely some jagged bits. A little bit was kind of chipped off here and there. Um, but you succeeded in the sense that you now have this piece that you need. So then you're able to offer this over to Gook. And uh, the after offering it to Gook, uh, he takes it, walks over to the blueprint that you have laid out on one of the tables in this kind of experimental section. Mm -hmm. And he sets it down next to this blueprint. And he looks back and forth at the two. And then he looks at you. Zimner, I need to know, wearing the dunce cap, what is your current intelligence modifier? Plus one. Plus one? Mm -hmm. plus, okay. It gives me a plus two to my intelligence score, right? Correct. Yeah, it's plus one. Okay. Um, he looks at you. Looks back down at this blueprint. And he goes... I can make this. It will cost you 1,500 gold pieces. Okay. And it will take me three weeks from today. All right. It's in the next month, which I don't know the name of. It's in Wildag? No, it's in uh, Sapphire. Sapphire, yeah. 
It yes. will be the ninth of Sapphire. Okay. Done. 1,500 gold? Yes, sir. Done. Here you are. I'm going to hand it over. Thank you so much, my friend. Of course, of course. Oh, do you need a um, a reference for the blade? The shape of it. Um, what, how would you like your blade shaped? Uh, I, I'll give him my plus one scimitar. Ah! Just like this. Well, thank you, good sir. <laughs> I disguise myself into his head. <laughs> Try to imitate him as best I can. Well done. Um, okay, so now we are going to rewind time and jump to Aryan, who uh, is now, because, you know, we did all of Zimner's stuff and fast-forwarded time super far, but Aryan is still doing things during part of Zimner's research time. Um, so we're going to rewind to Aryan. Um, Aryan make i'm gonna have you roll a d100 tell me the number and zimner you do not need to stay 42 42 what were you saying zimner i was gonna say thank you because it's really really hot in here so yeah I love you bet we'll see you later good sir he's out Bye. Okay, for, the, for that 42, good sir, uh, you did not suffer any complications on your travels to Nirvan. I'm just fast-tracking that because it's easier than having to deal with rolling a ton of times for both of us and determining whether or not bandits are there, blah, blah, blah. Just percentage. Works out yeah. really well. Um, Aryan, you walk in to the village of Nirvan, and upon first glance... The name village, honestly, pretty generous for this little place. Uh -huh. There's really not a lot here. Like, as you're kind of looking around the town some, uh, you can see that there's a general store. You can see a, a blacksmithing forge, but it's not quite as grand as the Trappist Brothers one. Mm-hmm. And you can see a, a building that looks to be some kind of like healer's hut slash apothecary or something, but it doesn't really have any like good signage on the front to let people know what is really there. And as you're looking around, you don't see like any sort of house that would be built for nobility. It's just a bunch of like little huts for poor people to live in squalor, essentially, is what this town is. Uh huh. Okay. Um, I'll go to the general store real quick. Okay. Um, you, uh, I'm assuming you're entering the general store. Yeah. Um, you enter the the general store. A little bell rings as you open the door. You have to duck a little bit to get in. These people used to, you know, seven foot, eight foot tall people wandering around. Um, 
and you are looking around and you can see this is a pretty well-kept general store. Like it doesn't look like it, it was particularly poor maintained. It just looks, uh, it looks like it doesn't have more to offer than what Corbel sells, Corbel Clark sells back in Stratford. Um, and as you're kind of turning to leave, um, you hear some scampering behind you. And when you turn back around, there's a, a female goblin, very skinny, huge ears standing like on the opposite side of the store from you. You can see her like over a shelf and she's looking up at you over the shelf and she goes, hello there. Hi, um, I'm passing through. I'm looking for Reggie Silverfront. Do you know him? I know a lot of people. You know a lot of people? Yep. Well, do you know Reggie? Mm, yep. Okay, could you show me where he lives? I have an important parcel for him. Oh. Oh, you're the guy. Oh. Hmm. Um, he's right down the street. Yeah, which house? Which way down the street? Uh, um, the apothecary. Oh, okay. He's healer. Okay, a healer that needs a potion. Okay. Uh, thank you. Have a good one. You too. Uh, where are you from? I don't need to tell you that. You're a stranger. Uh, rude. Say goodbye. Bye. I'll walk out. <laughs> the the bell rings as you duck out under the door. Knock on the go over to the apothecaries and knocky knocky on that guy's door. Knocky knocky on the door. Give me a second, pulling something up. Uh, that one. I always have so many things pulled up at the end of every single one of these sessions for like downtime related stuff because, you know, I just have to pull up everything for all of the things. Yeah. So, uh, Arian, you knock on the door and very shortly uh, after knocking, the door opens. It creaks, obviously, because of how shoddy this town is. Um, And standing before you, uh, roughly about the same height, as um as Farnan is another fear bulk, uh also a male, but instead of the crazy pink fur that's atop his head, this one just has brown fur. He's pretty stout, a heavier set fellow. He's a little bit of a hunchback, uh, which you assume comes from the fact that he's been living in a town that doesn't really accommodate for tall folk such as the two of you. Um, so he that's led to a lot of of ducking under doorways and such in his lifetime. Um, and this 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 man looks at you and he goes, "Hello, I am Reggie. Hi, Reggie. I'm Arian. I'm here to deliver a package to you, I guess." Um, you the one from Vornan? Yes. Ah, good. I'll pull that... out the the vial. 
<laughs> he extends a hand uh, and says, uh, May I have it? Yeah, that's fine. He closes his hand around the vial and he goes, Hmm. Compensation. Yeah, yeah. I will give it to you. Appreciate it. Kind of came all this way. <laughs> and he turns around and walks back into the hut a little ways. Uh, and you watch as he sets down the vial on a table. And then next to where he set down the vial, he picks up a uh, a pouch um or rather a sack, not a large sack, but a sack, and walks back over to you and extends his hand and says, Here is the 600 gold. All right, thank you. Uh, yeah, cool. I have an offer. An offer for what? I may give you what? I might give you more gold. For? For delivering the potion to the sick. Where are they at? Right over there. Why and can't you do it? <laughs> and he, he points to the the blacksmith that's like literally right next to like the smithing forge. And he goes, because... I do not like to walk. Okay, how about I just carry you over there and you give it to them yourselves? Because I don't really want to be around sick people. Ah. Okay. I will not pay you for this. That's fine. I didn't expect you to. And he turns and shuffles back into the hut, picks up the potion, and then shuffles back to you. I am ready to be carried. I telekinesis his ass. <laughs> this is not what he was expecting. Um, does he make a strength check against that? Is that how that works? Uh, yeah. We do a contest, I think. Okay. Uh, well, with his commoner stat block, he rolled exceptionally low. Well, I mean, I rolled a 16 on the die. He rolled a 4 on the die and got no positive modifiers. There we go. I have positive mods, but I don't remember what that is. I think that was maybe a 20. So, he gets picked up, floated out of the door, and then about the 30 to 40 feet or so to the doorway of the sick person. Yeah, and I'll just set him down. And he turns to you and says... Thank you, good sir. Are you going to make it back, or do I need to stick around? Mm, I can make it. Okay, cool. Okay, goodbye. Don't move he, too fast, Reggie. And he opens the door and sprints inside. No, he just... He slowly opens the door, and he says, Gang, I am here. I will teleport home. <laughs>